G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Our usual opportunity to catch up with Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch for a Friday. And Bill, just back from a short but effective trip to Singapore. Hello, Bill Muhlenberg. Welcome back to 2020. Many thanks. Great to be back. Bill, uh, you get to do these little jaunts occasionally, and I'm sure people appreciate the insights that you bring. In Singapore, there's been all sorts of controversy over the way that the church sometimes is seen to be dealing with money. Uh, what's the biggest concern there that could relate to us here? Oh, well, Singapore is not unique in many ways. The West as a whole, of course, has got issues with money, uh, simply learning how to deal with wealth in a, a proper way and uh, not letting it become a god. Uh, all over the West, of course, we have very very wealthy uh, individuals, very wealthy nations, and, uh, you know, that's a blessing of God, a gift of God, and we should always be thankful when God blesses, but, of course, uh, hundreds of warnings in the Bible about don't let your wealth become a snare, don't let it become something that controls you instead of we controlling that which God has blessed us with. So, uh, Certainly churches, Christians of all people, should be very cautious about money and finance and wealth. But, uh, yeah, there was a, another case of a, a church and pastors being caught out, this time in Singapore, and uh, scary stuff when we see it making uh, front-page news. Tell me about what your thoughts are on issues of accountability, Bill. When you see these sorts of stories come to light, it reminds us that there must be more than just one problem that's happening in the world when it comes to churches and accountability. Uh, This idea of having various people involved in financial accountability has to be a strength that many churches do have. Yes, well, it's sadly been something we see far too often where one church after another or one church leader or pastor gets caught out either embezzling funds or misappropriating funds or lying about funds or simply not being careful with money uh we see this time and time again and uh, when i was just in singapore uh, one of the day's uh, front-page headlines was an uh, eight-year sentence handed out to a pastor of a big, popular evangelical church there for misappropriating funds. In fact, five others were sentenced with him. So that certainly looks pretty lousy on the front page. It's not a good witness to the church. It's a, it drags the name of Christ in the mud, and we so much have to be careful. There are 
in places like America, uh, groups that uh, churches can join in which full financial accountability is, uh, takes place, where there's complete transparency. So that's one way to, uh, you know, try to stay on the straight and narrow and try not to get involved in all this is uh, uh, become a part of a group like that. But far too many churches and church leaders, sadly, don't want anybody looking at their church finances. It seems like they might have something to hide. And uh, so as a result, as I say, we we keep getting uh, people caught out, and sometimes in a spectacular fashion, like this case in Singapore, where people end up going to jail, and it makes the front page headlines. Bill, there needs to be almost a perpetual re-evaluation of how we personally think about money. But when we find ourselves in a position of leadership in a local church, uh, there's also this need for a perpetual re-evaluation just as to how that money is being used. That would be a part of what we'd understand as good stewardship, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, every penny we're gifted with or entrusted with, we, we always know it's all the grace of God, the goodness of God, that we have any money, whether as an individual or a church. And what we do with it is very important, how we spend it, if we're accountable, transparent, open. All that is part of the process. And as you say, it's an ongoing process. Every day we need to be careful. This is one of the big areas where the enemy tries to trip believers up and churches. And so we really need to be very, very careful with money at all times, especially if you're a church leader or if you're a big church with a lot of money floating around or even a small church. So this is a big, big area indeed, and uh, it's just so sad every time we see another church go down the tubes because they weren't careful about money and they uh, maybe, uh, you know, were more concerned about how they might use the money than how it might be used for the kingdom. I guess we all have a responsibility, Bill, when it comes to the integrity of our pastor, the integrity of our mm. local church. And, mm. and we're actually, in some respects, uh, called on to help protect that integrity because mm. if there are those uh, accountability measures, if there is that transparency that you're talking about, then that's a protection for the pastor. That's a protection for the church, isn't it? Yeah, well, quite right. And you have to almost ask some hard questions here. What happened in Singapore? How come nobody seemed to be holding these leaders to account? How come nobody seemed to be asking them hard questions? Didn't they have any proper uh, accountability structures in place? Uh, didn't anybody care? Or was it all so very hidden and hush-hush that even, you know, thousands and thousands of members, nobody knew except these six leaders, so I think questions have to be asked, um, and every church should uh, take heed from this case. We need to be open, accountable, and as you say, even the very lowly members need to be keeping one another to account and keeping leadership to account. This is very important. The uh, Bible speaks heaps about wealth and uh, making good use of it and uh, not abusing it, certainly in the churches. So, yeah, it seems everybody, to some extent, may be at fault, including, uh, you know, other churches around Singapore and even here in Australia. There have been many, in fact, leaders in Australia defending this church and defending these pastors, in which I find quite, uh, well, scary, to be honest. Uh, 
these people were found guilty of breaking the law. So sure, we can forgive them as Christians, but they have a now the responsibility to uh, you know the consequences of their action. They're spending time in jail. They also broke laws. They harmed the trust of the people they were looking after. So um, I find it uh, odd that some uh, Christian leaders, even overseas, are trying to uh, you know whitewash this whole thing. That's not helping the cause of Christ in any way. I'm reminded of what many Christian leaders are taught by their superiors, by their mentors. Uh, when they look to assume some levels of leadership and financial responsibility, it's the idea of the old three Gs, girls, mm. gold, yep. and glory, and uh, yep. glory having uh, to do with those issues of pride and uh, yep. self-importance. But we're talking here about the middle G, the gold, and uh, we often don't talk as much about that because yep. we somehow rather assume that there is uh, you know, right methods, uh, right accountability structures uh, that are being used there. But, uh, but I think what you're, uh, you're uh, alerting us to today is that uh, you can't take for granted uh, that everything is right. There has to be a process of accountability. Mm. No, absolutely right. As you say, all three Gs have caused many to stumble, and uh, all three cases are, you know, we get it all the time, but this money one, it's probably uh, it's a crucial one that we can perhaps overlook in accountability, honesty, transparency, keeping short tabs with one another. All that is so important. Otherwise, you can again end up caught out and maybe even thrown in jail, as in this case. So we really got to be careful, and uh, the church can do much better, I think, than what it has done. Well, Bill, I'll point people to the article you wrote about this particular issue, The Church Riches and Responsibility. Simply Google Culture Watch or Bill Muhlenberg, and you'll find Bill's article, The Church, Riches and Responsibility. Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Many thanks again. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.